two-door coupe Hopping out like Jack in the Box, nigga I'm gonna shoot if this 30's all that I got, nigga Time's up, got my coins up, my bars up Soon we find them, we gon' slide them, we line them Straight recline them, pistol grip, I got all kinds of I'm not your driver, shot go hit him, he won't answer I'm blowing ganja I wanna wait until it goes, okay, let's get it <laughs> One of my favorite parts of the song. You're so getting these episodes. Oh. Wow. I mean, that's bitch shit. We haven't had any of the other episodes. Bitch shit. Man, that's bitch shit. Why would you even put that in the, in the bitch shit? The environment. It's horrible. Because it's bitch shit. Yeah, that's some bitch shit that you just did. What's up, y'all? Because it's bitch shit. Because this is Tressie. And this is Cedric. Digging through cultural, okay, current dance. events, through the hip hop lands. Let's get it. Get it. Hey, how's everybody doing? It's great. It's great. I know I was waiting for the audience to speak up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we've got a jam packed schedule today. Jam packed. Packed and jammed. More packed than a Tudor or a coupe. Hopping out like Jack in a Box because I'm going to shoot. <laughs> That's All a right. pony! <laughs> oh, wow. You so, you woke up on the goofy side today, I didn't did. You? I am very goofy right now. Um, it's a nice, beautiful, sunny day. It's a beautiful morning. Uh, um, and it's 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 going to be a good one because we're going to barbecue after the podcast. Yes. I cannot wait. I've been trying to yes. barbecue for the longest, but it's been raining. Ugh. Ooh, so, yeah, why would you even do that on mic? That's horrible. I don't know. It just happened. Why would you do that to our listeners' ears? It's all right. We'll get it in post. Just kidding. <laughs> we don't do we anything. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get it in post. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? <laughs> post what? Post podcast. Post apocalyptic. Anyway, um, <laughs> so let's start like we do every week. With a verse. Whoa. Intense. You guys ready for the verse today? Yeah. You guys? Hopefully. You guys ready? Are we ready? Are we ready? All right. I will try so hard not to do the cadence. Oh, my God. It's going to be difficult. All right. Uh, the best living or dead, hands down, huh? Let's talk more head right now, huh? Kanye West. And my eyes more red than the devil is, and I'm about to take it to another level, level bitch. bitch. <laughs> yeah, it's Kanye West. Good oh, job. Oh, Kanye West. Yeah, I got to think about the song, though. Yeah, Let's see if I can there. get it. No matter who you go and get, ain't nobody cold as this. Do the rap and the track, triple-double, no assists. Do the rap and the track. Was it uh, the Power Remix or Right Album? Wrong song. Do the rap in the track. And my only focus is staying on some bogus shit. Uh. Arguing with my older bitch, acting like I owe her shit. <laughs> Yo, I'm blanking right no, now. I, it's like I know the song. Right. You guys know the like, song <laughs> so That's why I'm hard. just like, I'm tripping. 
Hit the right banner track. Triple double, no assist. Mm-hmm. My only focus is staying on some bogus, bogus shit. shit. Arguing with my older bitch. Acting like I owe a shit. What album did you did he say that was right? I, I didn't even say. You, you said, said the song. You said, said it was Power Remix. I said the Power Remix, which was off of... I mean, Power was off of my beautiful... Dark Twisted Fantasy. I just remember okay, I this, understand where he's going. This with his, being like, from like... I see what you're doing. Um... Nope. I keep getting stronger in my head, but that's not it. Different album, album actually. Yeah. That's a different album, yeah. You guys give up? No, no, because no, we know the song. Yeah. Okay. Well, what's okay, the fucking here, song? Here's a, here's a question, then. Yeah. Um, you need more of it? You guys know the verse. I know you do. We need to... Have is, is there... Is there a feature on that song? Yes, there's several. Several calm features. Down. Several calm features. down. Don't you fucking tell me to calm down. I'm so fucking calm. <laughs> tell me to calm down. Just oh, guess. Is it Monster? Yes, it is. Yes. Oh, thank you, Ben. Yay. The name of the song is Monster. From Kanye West's critically acclaimed album, My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. That's a really good song. Featuring one of the Jay-Z. Nicki Minaj. Nicki Minaj. Rick Ross. Rick Ross. Which has Big one of Sean, the two worst. Chains. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just yelling out names. Yeah, it's now. definitely good music, but no, not that song. Um, <laughs> it's like one of the worst Jay-Z verses. Oh, yeah. Like it's, it's such a bad Jay-Z verse. It almost it almost it's probably ruins the, the top. Song. The top worst, worst, worst Jay-Z verse, verse that ever. he's ever done. What do all these things have in common? Everybody knows I'm, I'm a, a motherfucking, motherfucking monster. monster. Dude, you're fucking terrible. No. That <laughs> you sounded was so like, bad. You sounded like uh, you sounded like somebody wrote a verse for Dre, and, and Dre like that's what it sounds. like. It sounds like because I hate Dre's verses on uh, Anderson Packs shit. Oh, because somebody else wrote it. Well, just because he's he he says it the same way that Anderson Pack would pro- probably try Got and it. say it. But it's just not as charismatic or doesn't come through the same because it's Dre. That's what it sounded. It sounded like somebody else wrote Jay-Z's verse and decided he was like, okay, I'll say it this way. And then it's just it's just it's bad. bad. It's, it's bad. It's bad. It was not good. Well, yeah. that was the <laughs> verse. I need to get new sounds. <laughs> All right. Great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what's next? Um, Trending about- music. Yes. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Tr- Trending music. What's going on? All right, so what's going on this week in music? Well, uh, Igor. Trini, trend, trend. Number one album. <laughs> what's the Trini, trend, trend? <laughs> I don't know. But this Igor is definitely a wave right now. Number one album in the country. Mm-hmm. And, about 165,000 equivalent units sold. Uh, second highest charting album Hip hop album of the year behind Juice World's, uh, whatever the fuck that album was called. Wow, I don't remember what it was called. Juice World's a- debut album. Yeah. No clue. Whatever. I can see the. the yeah, the, the cover, cover was like a was like a video game cover, which is pretty cool. But, um, yeah, but something that was really interesting about this Igor album: one hundred sixty-five thousand equivalent units sold. Seventy-four thousand were actual album sales. Oh, he actually moved some. That's that good amount of physicals. Phys- yeah. That's some solid sales. Seventy four thousand physicals. Physical sales. That's nice. Granted, he was doing bundles. Mm-hmm. He was bundling merch and uh, lawn signs. That's awesome. <laughs> like that's like, so original. Like he's fucking running for president or some shit. Like oh yeah, yeah. vote for Tyler. Igor. Get an album. Igor. Igor. Very interesting. Yeah. 
I like some, that. It's some new shit. You know, everybody's doing bundles these days, so. Yeah. Why not Might as well make it, it like a, a better looking type of bundle. Like a better, like, unique. Unique thing, right. Yeah. Something, because I've never heard of someone doing lawn signs. Mm-mm. And um, our favorite song is probably going to be number one again. It's looking like it. I think this will be eight I'm weeks take my... Yeah, eight weeks on the top Jesus 100. Jesus Christ. Old Town Road. The, the, the Tupac 200. The Tupac 200? That's from uh, On This Date in Hip Hop, right? Yeah. Well, they, they named it on... Uh, it's from a thing that happened a few years back, but yes. Yeah, I, don't, I, have, I have no clue about that history, but... All right. All right. Yeah. All right, cool. That's well, seven times platinum. What song? Old Town Road. Seven times platinum? Yes. Jesus Christ. That's a lot. <laughs> That's That's a lot. That's yeah. more than I can handle right now. I was having a discussion with somebody about the the idea of him being a one-hit wonder. And I I felt like he's kind of leaned into to this. He's like, I'm going to do the most that I can with the, you know, while the wind's behind me, you know, take advantage of it. But I don't know what he's going to do next. But he's got so much exposure now that if he, you know, uses the money right and everything, he can just figure it out, figure out what he's going to do next. He could literally just, like, buy a studio somewhere and just be, you know, a financier. Good. <laughs> if he plays his cards right. Yeah. But like we said last time, I'm pretty sure he's... Sounds like he has good people in working with him. So I think he'll be fine. I think he'll be fine. He's got a Wrangler deal. He's good. good. All right. Well, now let's go ahead and enter the Hip Hop Cafe. No purchase necessary to use the bathroom. <laughs> so what are we stepping into today? We're going to step into some It's My Poop. <laughs> Don't poop. It's my fart. Oh, I miss. I messed yeah, up. Yeah, I messed it up. Sorry. That's what I was singing the whole time before we started the podcast, guys. I apologize. Don't leave. It's my fault. So I was trying to say, no poop. It's my fart. Just because you know, bathroom humor is hilarious. Um, but we are not talking about bathroom humor. We are talking about Igor. Igor. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> Yay, Igor. All right. Igor is, I believe, what, the sixth album by Tyler, the Creator? Mm-hmm. Mm. I think it is, right? Yes, yeah, the sixth one. Um, Con- he last, his last release was Flower Boy. That was back in 2016. Yep, it was nominated for Grammy. Mm-hmm. People loved it. They loved People it. Loved they it. loved it. Loved it, I loved it, I loved it. I was okay it. on it. I wasn't like, oh, my God, this is incredible, but it, it was good. It was, it was cool. I'm good. I mean, I've I've never really listened to Tyler like over and over and over again. Like yeah. he's not he's not in my regular rotation, but I will like give him a listen whenever he drops. So, so everybody thoughts about this uh, album? What? what, what oh, excuse me. We got the burps going around the here. The burpees. Huh? Um, yeah. What's everyone's thoughts? What what, what you guys feeling? Well, well oh, go go for it, Ben. Well, I I want to I want to start. Just throw this out there. Do it, Ben. Is this a rap album? I was just gonna say it's not a rap album. That was literally the first thing out of my mouth was going to be, well, first of all, it's not a rap album. <laughs> Number one. It's not. Yeah. Uh, Number one. <laughs> it's, it kind of reminds me, genre shifting-wise, of kind of what uh, Childish Gambino did. Mm-hmm. Maybe not saying the albums are 
anything alike, but just saying from a it's rap a, artist coming out with a body of work that is not rap music. Yeah, completely different than what they they yeah. released before. Yeah, uh, but um, not completely different from yeah. what Tyler's done before. Right, right, right. I would say that my thoughts about this album is this sounds like an album that he has wanted to make for a long time. Yeah, like like uh, Flower Boy was kind of dipping. Dipping his toes in, yeah, yep. Like seeing if people would would ride with him mm-hmm. on this. So I liked I liked that last album, mm-hmm. and I was kind of afraid of what this one would be like because right. I was like, well, I can't see him doing that again. Mm-hmm. I was like that was that was risky and it was uh, personal and all that, but he he just pushed it. This is like at eleven. Yeah. So. What are you guys' thoughts? Like, should we go back through one song by song? Because I love the way the 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 album opens. Oh, you mean they're talking about Igor's, Igor's theme? theme? Yes, I love um, how I don't know, just like the the like how musical it is. You know, um, in it, I mean, throughout the whole album, you can hear that that distortion that he likes, like those distorted sounds and those really like buzzy types of things. But yes. um, very Yeezus-inspired, yes. I would say. Mm-hmm. But it also gives you, like, a good idea of what the feel of the album is going to be, I think. Um, and it's also it's super, like, pumped up, too. Like, it, it makes you pumped. Like, I, I would I listened to that when I was running. I was like, damn, this shit is, like, fire. So, yeah, I loved Igor's theme. Yeah, I mean, it's it's very c- cinematic, and it, it it's, mm-hmm. sets the tone for the album. And it even... Sets the tone for the album in that the lyrics almost don't matter. Mm-mm, mm-hmm. Like the lyrics are just kind of sprinkled on top to kind of add to this like sonic landscape that he's creating with the with the with the progressions and stuff. Because if you think mm-hmm. about it, there's more instrumentation on this album as a whole than there are yeah. lyrics. Well, that's what I was gonna say. Actually, that's why I was like, do you want to go by song by song or overall? Because overall, the mix, it's. I'm wondering if this is intentional because it seems intentional, but the vocals are back. Yes. The vocals are completely back. Yes. They're just, they're a part of the instrumentation. Yes. And it's it's interesting because in a, a an album like this, you would you would assume that the lyrics are going to be forward. But yeah, it's just, it's, it's just a part of the whole soundscape. Yeah. Which is interesting. For sure. I mean, the, the music definitely takes center stage. Mm-hmm. Um, whether it's the arrangements, the progression, like each song takes you on a journey. Mm-hmm. And it, it kind of carries you through from beginning to end. And, mm-hmm. and it, like, the songs will build up, and then they'll fucking fall off a cliff, and they'll be just, drums will drop out, bass will drop out, you have a little piano part come mm-hmm. in. Mm-hmm. You know, and a lot of the songs are built this way. I, like, there was way more thought put into the construction of the music than right. any one or even set of lyrics right. on this uh, thing. One other thing about that, the the album has 12 songs on it. But when you listen to it, it doesn't feel like that. Because a song will get going and come in with a bunch of energy, and then it'll transition into something else. So a lot of these songs are like, it's almost like two songs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, some of them also, like, like there's, what is it, Gone, Gone, and that then was, Thank You? I was you. just going to say that. Gone, Gone, Thank You, it sounds like it's four songs. Yeah. It's it's one song, but it's it's like four songs in there. Mm-hmm. And it's it's like one part of the song is literally like, oh, yeah, here's a little jingle we had. And they just right. play off that jingle, play with the sounds a little bit, take some, add some, and then boom, switch it up to another part, and then boom, switch it up to another part. Right. Mm-hmm. 
and like what this shows to me is like how much like how many ideas and thoughts about music like Tyler has mm -hmm. because a lot of other people would be like struggling to to find you know new music to do mm -hmm. you've seen the thing where they're like oh we got to fly in this person this person collaborate and figure out like what's new what's hot or whatever mm -hmm. while Tyler is just like he's just got these on deck right i agree like it's it's um it's a it's an interesting album. Like if you actually do like focus on the lyrics and what's happening, what's he's saying, um, it's it's a love it's a love story. The whole thing is a love story. Like he he's he's in love with this person, um, and then like they have a falling out, and then like he's like it's cool. Can we just be friends? Type of thing though, you know. But like he goes through those emotions of like we are in love. I love it. Then you switched up on me. Why the fuck would you do that? Blah blah blah. Anger anger. And then you go to the end of it. Okay, well, like now I'm over that. Let's just be. Let's just be cool, you know. And it's a. It's very interesting. Um, I want to go into the song that talks about um, my green eyes. What song is that? Do you remember? Uh, fudge. I can't, I can't remember what song it is. Yeah, we spent. Are you gonna explain the well? After you. Yeah, I wanted song. to, because I wanted to provide some, so in, in one of the songs, if somebody can help me out with trying to find that one, but in, in one of the songs, he says, um, I, my eyes are green because I eat a lot of vegetables, but, and then he says something about, like, I'm not um, talking about that broad, though, or something like that. Eric, I'm not sure if everybody knows, but Erica Badu has a song called Green Eyes, and she it's a it's a love story as well that she goes through like the the lyrics are literally my eyes are green cuz i eat a lot of vegetables but that don't have nothing to do with your new friend yeah so this, this was in uh new magic wand thank you new magic wand so it's just i was like okay so cuz you can tell that he's a fan of that type of neo soul music i mean like that whole camp is if you listen to the internet things like that so it was very interesting to hear that part, and I was like, oh, it like really stuck out to me because I'm a big fan of that song. And I was like, this is interesting like to listen to that song and then listen to New Magic Wand and understand like where he got the kind of the concept there for that part of the verse. So, And even after hearing the Erica Badu song, mm -hmm. how many changes were in that song? It's a 10-minute song with, um, I think, about three or four changes. So mm -hmm. that even shows... The influence that that's those mm -hmm. lyrics and that song had even on his approach to a to, lot of the songs on right. this album. Exactly. It, it's it's awesome to hear that kind of influence come through, um, and and it's like it's it's awesome because it, you can hear his own type of um, interpretation and like it's he's not copying it. He's doing his own thing and showing his own way and his own interpretation of it. So yeah, it's, it's pretty well, I cool. mean. Uh, New Magic Wand is probably one of my favorite songs on here just because of the um, the sound of it, the grittiness of it, the distortion mm -hmm. of it. I When I first heard this album, I thought Attack of the... Or uh, what is it? Not Attack of the Clones. Revenge of the Clones mm -hmm. meets Yeezus. Yeah, I mean, this whole album like, is N.E.R.D. and, and Yeezus, Kanye. It's, it's in, and like Kanye, yeah. like, it's like this fusion together because mm -hmm. you have these really weird... Almost cheesy like synth sounds mm -hmm. with like super distorted bass, super distorted low end, and super mm -hmm. distorted vocals. Mm -hmm. And I mean, on on New Magic One, he's almost like screaming, "New Magic, 
do magic. What? Mm-hmm. And like it's it's just it sounds so good. Mm-hmm. Um so go back and, and, and check out Yeezus, anybody, you know? <laughs> Everybody hated on it, but it's it it definitely Yeezus has a lot had, of ties had great, to this. Some pretty good production on it. I wasn't a big fan of the whole thing, but Yeezus had some good, I don't know. Yeah, we're, uh, it's, I always find myself slipping in this thing where Kanye West becomes part of the conversation. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when I was listening to this, I was thinking about, um, like, you know, it's kind of a brave thing to do, like, these radical changes. And I was like, this reminds me of some things that Kanye's done. Like, mm-hmm. uh, I guess... Why am I blanking on that? Because um, I was blanking earlier. Yeah. What, We're all what's, blanking. What's the <laughs> album that he did? Uh, the Heartbreaks and... 808 and Heartbreaks. Yeah. yeah. You know, that kind of thing. Because it was big differences. Like, oh, is Kanye singing? Mm-hmm. Uh, right. These songs aren't, like, about your traditional rap things. They're about emotions, etc. Mm-hmm. And I felt like Tyler has done a lot of this. I think this is one of those albums that's that's going to be... Influencing a lot of rappers years from now, for mm-hmm. sure. Which is still funny because Tyler's still so young. Yeah, it's it's very true, and it's I think it's interesting even having Kanye featured on the album. Yeah, it's like I I was wanting his voice on it, and Tyler did this thing where he didn't even have Kanye do say anything. Mm-hmm. He didn't say a damn lyric. He's just like he's just he's just literally just talking on the track, but his voice over. The puppet beat and just having it on this album, it's like you needed right. like, just Kanye's voice. I don't mm-hmm. even care what he's saying. It's just mm-hmm. his voice on it, and it it made it more enjoyable. I mean, a lot of the features that are yeah. credited on here, you like you said earlier, the vocals are just used as a part of the instrumentation. So I don't know what the fuck they're saying half the but, time. Yeah, I can't even understand right. what some of these featured vocals are. Mm-hmm. They're just like and they're also tones. they're also it's not only are they. Um, fallen back. The vocals are falling back in the mix. They're also um, the voices are changed. Yep. So the, you, up, like the only down. person that you can actually hear come through the most is Charlie Wilson and Kanye because those are like very distinct voices. Like they they're they're pitching um, Uzi. They're pitching Playboy Cardi. Like you know, like all these other features that are on there are all like they're doing something to the voices. So uh, yeah, and, yeah, and along with that. Um, which is kind of interesting is that when when these features come in, it's not like um, one of those things. You remember when we were listening to Two Chains? Um, uh, what is it? Rapper Go to the League. Yes. And the, there was this song with Young Thug, right? And you're like, this is like a Young Thug song. Yes. On mm-hmm. Two Chains' album. This album goes in a different direction, which is the right direction, where. Mm-hmm. He's like taking these people and he's bending them towards like yeah. his, his style, style and what he's trying to make the music sound like. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's not like you're trying to force us the person onto the record. It's like you have a record and you're like, I want to add this person to it because they can actually add to it. Yeah. Instead of taking away from that individual artist who's Igor trying to put forth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was a very oddly worded <laughs> statement there. That's all That's right. That's cool. But yeah, the, the traditional thing is like some some record executive was like, well, everyone's using this person. We got to have a song with this person kind of thing. And yeah, th- like there's just so much, um, so much power that Tyler has with his ability to do, you know, things beyond just writing raps or saying raps. He, he's, 
he's been he's learned so much about the industry, mm-hmm. made so much money, and mm-hmm. he can take risks and th- do things like that. I mean, it's the amount of creativity that comes from this man is is just is inspiring. Like from the way that he does his music, from the way that he creates these characters, Igor, uh, Golf Wayne, Wolf, whatever the hell that all the stuff that shit. You know what I mean? Like, um, and then like he's got like the fashion. He's got um, what else has he got? Um, TV. TV. He's even like. Doing stuff with Viceland, where yep. he does like the nuts and bolts thing, where he like builds shit. Like, um, he wants like a golf home like line, you know what I mean? So it's just like all of these things that he's doing, I think he learned pretty fast in his career to like be able to have the kind of power to do something like this and still make money elsewhere. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's kind of like what Killer Mike says is like, I needed to become a businessman so that I wouldn't be exhausted by working on the music. Exactly. So he can actually make the music he wants, wants to, make to make instead of the music he has to make, make. to eat. Exactly. Um, and I mean, some of these songs touch on some some pretty awesome topics. I mean, we we kind of talked about New Magic Wand a, a bit, but like that song almost sounds like he's fucking chanting, like he's trying to put a spell on the lover, like repeating the same words over and over again. It's mm-hmm. like he's trying to put you in a fucking, a spell on you. And then... Boy is a gun. Yeah, I was just gonna go into that one. Yes, is like it. It's 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 very weird to say. You know, love is not easy. You know, love is hard, and it's like, why should I keep trying if you're not trying? You know, it's like in that mm-hmm. at the beginning of the song, it's kind of hopeful, and then at the end of the song, he's kind of just like, well, fuck it, you're fucking killing me at this point. I'm done. So it's it's like he 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 starts off on the song, hopeful that it might work. And then, yeah, the album then definitely takes a uh, turn for the worst after that song. <laughs> Aww. Well, the album does. I mean, the song after that is Puppet, which is straight up a song talking about gaslighting and, like, being gaslit by your by your partner. It's like, are these my feelings or yours? It's, it's like m- being made to feel bad oh, because I see somebody what you're else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, and then, that, yeah, after that, the album just kind of was just like, I'm so mad, but, you know, we're still friends. So it's... This is a straight up breakup album. It's the whole, the whole, right? The whole thing, yeah. That's why I said it's a love story. Like it's, it's because you start up at this top, and then I like how it falls off, and that you come down to this, like you, it's, it's, it emotionally takes you down there, sonically takes you down there. Like the whole other, the whole first half of the album is up, up on the top, like energy, high energy, and then you just get to puppet, and it's like sample, and and you're there, like you know, like it's just. Where am I? Mm-hmm. Where am I in this soundscape? You know what I mean? So it's just, it's interesting. Yeah. That's why I really appreciate the dynamics of this whole album. The, um, there was a lot, like, I always appreciate when there's thought that's put into that, those kind of things. Yeah. You know? Because you can hear it. Like, when, when it's done well, you can hear those things. Like, he didn't half-ass on that. No. You know? He didn't to, half-ass To the fact that we're talking choice. about the vocals being back to, to, the, to the way that the song's meld and go together like it's it's all it's all a part of the puzzle and it's it's very like that's the shit that you want to hear as a listener that's the shit that you want to break down you know what i mean because mm-hmm. this album is is actually a good listen to go through and through like i've i haven't skipped a song whenever i listen to it no you can't skip a song yeah because it's a story you it's, can't skip a song on this album you can't um and so and that and, and i kind of like lost my uh 
Bring it up. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, like it's it's such a it's such a, a thing that you gotta just you just have to dive into. Um I think when we're talking about the the album as a story, it's worth mentioning that mm-hmm. the um uh Gerard Carmichael. Yeah, bits, Gerard, yeah. Yeah. So they'll just have he'll just like have like little things that he say says like at the end of songs mm-hmm. or intro, whatever, you know, just between them. And I, yeah, yeah, I, I kind of liked it because um, he Gerard Carmichael strikes mm-hmm. me as a similar person to like Tyler, you mm-hmm. know, reached a pretty, pretty um, you know, surprising amount of success at mm-hmm. a young age, but you know, still aware of like the industry and the you know fakeness, weirdness, right. all right. the stuff like the you know coming from his real background mm-hmm. to being like wealthy, all this stuff, and, right. I, I think I thought that it really tied things together well. Even mm-hmm. though it, it should be noted, it's not like directly referencing things in the songs. You know, mm-hmm. he's not he's not tying together a story. It's just like all the stuff that's setting a sort of mood. Yeah. I agree. I mean, like just hearing him say like exactly what you run from, you end up chasing. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like that's kind of been Tyler's story throughout his career. Um I feel like he's been running from things or running from maybe like something that's internally that he's been fighting with and he's chasing that. And it's it's just very interesting to hear Drod say that and he puts that on the album. Like Yeah. Yeah, when he yeah. when Yeah, that that line definitely stands out. Yeah. Is that why he needed to make a 14 second track instead of <laughs> just having that be an intro to a track? Like it was was that intentional, guys? I mean, everything with this album is, it seems intentional. Everything is intentional. And I think it was intentional. All right. I mean, I, I think it was too. Why? It's, it's, it's there, so there was an intent behind it. Um, I because think it was... all songs on this album were written, produced, and arranged by Tyler. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The first time. That anybody, any artist has This done is the that first or? number one from an artist who... Did all three of those things, hmm. credited with all three of those things on their own project. So J Cole may have, you know, no features. N- number one with no features. Tyler's got a number one as Where a producer, mm-hmm. as a writer, and a ranger mm-hmm. of every single song. So I got to give the man props for that. And and you you can hear it, but that's the thing is that he's. It's not like he did it just to get the accolade. It just it's it's he the accolade. The accolade is just a second part of that. You know what I mean? Yeah. It it seems like, you know, it was just the, the way his career's gone is just like I have the thing I want to say or a sound I want to make and he's just like I got to figure out how to do it. I got to do it to make this music come out, you know? And it it seems a similar way with this. It's not like just cuz he couldn't hire anyone or just cuz he didn't know anyone in the industry. It was just right. like this is the sound that I want and I know how to do it anyway, so Let's just do it. Um, there's there's one thing that I do want to mention though about the lyrics. Now, one of the things is it's it's sort of not exactly um, a rap album. One thing that it reminded me of is uh, when you have an R&B album and then suddenly there's like the one rap feature. Mm-hmm. It felt like that one song that kind of stands out in an R&B album is, like, they expanded on that, and, like, that's what the whole album is. Uh. Mm. And, but, you know, he's not 
featured. I mean, it's it in a way it almost is like he's featured on his own album. Yeah, because he's like, I'm usually not doing this, but then I come in hard. Uh, I was thinking about um, like me personally, the song, uh, what's good. Is that the one where he's like he's just rapping, rapping? Yeah, yeah, and it comes in hard, and like I like that. He actually raps on that one. Yeah. Um, but even even when he raps, I feel like the rap, it's more focused on telling a story, uh, expressing an emotion, than being like witty or having clever wordplay. He 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 did have that one line on that song where he's like, "I got him looking all jigsaw," instead of saying, "I got him looking puzzled." I was like, okay. I like that. Yeah. I right. Like that. <laughs> and and another thing about like when he is rapping on this is it's like you get excited for it. Cuz I love hearing him actually like rap and have a nice cadence going and like get that groove and that that flow flowing. It's awesome to hear but it's and, and I think it was it was yeah, it was very surprising to 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 get it. I I like uh when he's rapping and he just gives you that aggressive tone mm-hmm. because one of the things about Tyler, I'm like You've earned it. Yeah. You know? Like, when when you see rappers and they're like, oh, man, I got, I'm in this Bugatti or doing this or that. And like, Tyler's actually, you know, he's done. He's living, living. Yes. <laughs> he got it, got it. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, oh, wow. This is double, double everything. Double, double. I love the double, double. Yeah. You don't like the double, double? I mean, if you put an emphasis, emphasis on it. Like, emphasis, emphasis. You know? You right. know? Like Ed, and Eddie. what is it, like Double Eddie or whatever his name Ed, is? Ed, Ed, Eddie. No, but there was a there was a commercial for Wendy's or something like that where he did like the the double stuff, not Oreo, not Ben Carson. I'm talking about. I was gonna say <laughs> talking about Ben Carson. He was like, mm. "Wake up, Ben Carson. We gotta talk." <laughs> Oreos. Mm, I love Oreos. <laughs> Wake up, bitch. We talking about something. <laughs> Can't believe. Do you know what? The, do you know what is it? What were they saying? Do you know what the Oreo. Yeah. He was like, Oreo cookies. Oreo. Oreo. <laughs> R-E-O. Bitch, you got some milk. Uh, real estate. You know what the O stands for? <laughs> like, she had to, like... <laughs> mm-hmm. So bad. All right, well, does anybody else have anything else they want to say about the album? Um, yeah. Um, because we just kind of went on a tangent, so... <laughs> if, if, you, um, if you enjoyed Flower Boy... Mm-hmm. Then definitely check this out. Don't be afraid. It's it's don't not be scared. It's not ex- exactly the same as Flower Boy, so you don't have to look at it like, well, he's just doing the same thing exactly again. He's still he's still trying out new things. Um, I liked it. the 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 hardest part may be if you just want to hear Tyler rapping. This oh, isn't. It's not that. that album. No, no, it's not that. Not at all. It's yeah. not. He just he just made good music. This is just good music. For yes. sure, bro. He just made some good music. Mm-hmm. And I just have to say real fast, I know I said it like two episodes ago, but he put out a little thingy that said, when you listen to Igor, mm-hmm. just listen to it. He's like, this is not Flower Boy. This is not my other shit. Just, just listen, listen to, to it. it. Turn off, sit down, close your eyes, you know, put your phone down, and listen to it, mm-hmm. and then have your opinion. Don't like put it on in the background while you're cleaning your house. No, bitch, sit down and listen to my shit. Mm-hmm. And I did that, and I was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." This I is, was running. This is good. This I is hope good. that he doesn't take offense. To he that. will. 
I'm sorry. Tyler, at this bitch right here. She doing other Run, shit while she listening. Please Give me some clout. <laughs> <laughs> clout chasing like a motherfucker. At through the crate, at run underscore TMC, one of the two. Oh, you were running at run TMC? Hey. You run. You run. Okay. You run. You know, um... Right. <laughs> there, there's one other thing about the, the rollout for this album. Um, for part of the promotion, Tyler was in... He was in London. Mm-hmm. And... It was it was kind of surprising because Tyler was banned from going to the UK. He was. Yeah, Theresa May uh, made a stink, but he's he's got himself. You know, it's Tyler used to get she himself gone. in trouble mm-hmm. all the time. Yeah. You know, like the lyrics. Yeah. Or encouraging. Yes. Audience members to fight and yes. destroy. Oh, wait, that's what it was for inciting inciting, inciting riot, yeah. wasn't it? Because he told him to. Come through or some shit, right? It was at a show. He's like, "Oh, just come on, come on up, guys." And they're like, "Ah!" And they push through. Yeah, yeah. It was but but he uh, he's he can go back to the UK. I think he's still banned from Australia. But give it time, they'll come. Around. Give it time. <laughs> Ooh. Any last thoughts, guys? Are we are we are we are we creating this album? Or I'm we, creating it. You gonna create it? Yeah, I'm creating this. I'm creating that um, intro for sure. I think the intro is like my favorite. The intro really made me think it was going to go in a different direction. And even the first, like, few times I listened to it, I was like, oh, well, what's this going to be? Because um, one of the things it reminds me of, if you remember um, the intro for Testing, ASAP Rocky's yes. album, it starts off with a similar weird thing, like, uh, you know, sounds mm-hmm. or whatever. But it's like, that album did it wrong. Mm. It tries it's. It has so many experiments that just didn't work out. I mean, it's called testing. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm creating this album, or I'm I'm creating this album off the strength of that intro, because that that intro gets me ready to listen to the whole album every time. I mean, just based off of the the synth yep. and the the drums and that that thing. It's just those drums just hit so fucking hard. And then earthquake comes in, and those drums suck. <laughs> but I'm just saying, I'm I, that that Igor's theme is 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 my shit. What don't what don't don't you like about those drums? Just, earthquake. Uh-huh. It just sounds super like MIDI 101, like the basic mm-hmm. MIDI kit snare. Like it just doesn't mm-hmm. sound very good. But they're they're not through the whole song, and mm-hmm. it weaves in and out. And it's like I still like the song a lot, but every time I hear that snare, I just go. Uh, See, I don't even think about the drums on that song when I listen to it. Well, now you will. Let's yeah. do it again. Exactly. Listen to that snare. You'd be like, oh, oh. Uh, well, that was Hip Hop Cafe. You should have used that snare. <laughs> That's basic, too. <laughs> All right. Um, let's get into some news topics. Boo, 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 boo. Mama! (laughs) Mama! I love that so much. We gotta get some better ones though, too. Yeah. Because we use like four of them and we have 16 pads. What? We haven't used this one in a long time. Oh my God! All right, so we got Mitch McConnell, guys, in the news. I love this guy. Mitch McConnell. The Grim Reaper of the Senate. The Turtle of the Senate. Am I not turtle enough for the Turtle Club? So Mitch McConnell was recently asked what he would do if a vacancy opened in the Supreme Court before the 2020 election. He responded, oh, 
we'd feel it. This is a stark contrast to his views in early 2016 when he refused to hold a hearing for uh, President Barack Obama's pick of Merrick Garland after the death of Justice uh, Antonin? Antonin Scalia. Yeah, thank you. Um, on the grounds that the American people should have a voice. Mm-hmm. And now he's changed his voice. So what do you guys think of that? <laughs> what? How are you going to say? Yeah, so, well, see, that's the thing. It's like when your team's winning... You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put somebody in there. I'm gonna fill it. And he laughed. He was like, huh, "Oh, we'll fill it." Yeah, exactly. Like this is you don't you're not talking about the people. You're talking about your fucking political game that you playing. You ain't yeah. talking about no. You ain't. You are not saying shit about what the people want. This is just. This is a game to you. You laughed and you said we're gonna fill it. This is a fucking game. It's yeah. always been a game to this fucking turtle ass motherfucker. Yeah. Um. Right now, I mean, it's been this way for a while, but Mitch McConnell is the most powerful Republican in the government. Yes. Just because, uh, you know, he controls what gets voted on in the Senate. hmm And he will not let anything go to a vote unless all Republicans uh, agree with the, um, the legislation. Right. Uh, but he's also, you know, just a huge asshole. And... Yep. Uh, a hypocrite, and exactly. he's happy to be one. Like he's yeah. I, feel I, like that's I wonder every... what his motivation is sometimes. And it's it's that's most. I think politicians. the the biggest thing for me is the right wing, and I say right wing because it's not just Republicans, but just people who are on that side. They always claim to be principled in what they do and their values and to mm-hmm. hold true to values. This to me just shows that he's not principled about this thing specifically. If the people should decide now, then they should decide later. But it's not a principal stance. It's a political stance. And, I mean, we're just, you know, it's the, it's the pot calling the kettle black. And he's a liar. Right. I mean, he's full of shit. Yeah. And he should be called out more on it. And I don't, I don't hear enough of leadership on the left saying, he's a liar. When, when, when Obama's pick was being held for a year. Mm-hmm. Where were the cries from the Democrats? Like, because they're a bunch of fucking pussies. Exactly. Bunch of fucking pussies. It's exactly. There's um, they're 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 overall. (laughs) Like, how else am I supposed to put it? They're a bunch of pussies. (laughs) Nobody's. But one of the things is like nobody's afraid to call out Mitch McConnell. What? In 2016, who was calling out Mitch McConnell? Yeah. What do you mean? They're, They're like who stood up in the Senate or in the House? Or in the White House, because we had the White House at that time. Who was standing Who said, out and saying, this is wrong. This is, this is. I'm not afraid this of is, you. This is, this is bullshit, Mitch McConnell. You're full of shit. Nobody. No, but the thing is, there's, there's always something that's said when a big political thing like that happens. Like, there was a news conference announcing Merrick Garland's uh, being nominated or whatever, being the pick. But if nobody else is looking at it, then what happens? That that's part of the thing. Like any any talking point or whatever on the right gets promoted through Fox News, and there's such a concerted effort that any one thing they want to talk about is like, hey, let's take one out of context statement from uh, a congresswoman, whatever, and they will just circle around it, repeat it, amplify it, and then that's the new news. But no, there's sure. there's nothing that can stay as focused. 
when it comes to left-wing politics. But right. Wh- but why not? Because we don't have a unified front. It's a coalition. That's no, always the I number mean, one I, problem. I agree with... I see what you're saying. Because because everyone on... Like, it's, it's one way or the highway. Like, if you aren't aligning with this particular... That's what he just said. He just said, Mitch McConnell, he's not putting anything up if he's not guaranteeing that that's going to pass. And the way that they do that is is the same way they amp they they collect amplify and so how did how did action how did Disney start paying all of their workers fifteen dollars an hour how did Amazon raise their minimum wage to fifteen dollars an hour but how would you how would you compare that to the right wing I'm and I'm this mm-hmm. is, this this is the point I'm making okay here. how did you know um, Amazon not build their headquarters in New York. Like, because there are politicians who use the microphone and the the mm-hmm. the um, power Sanders. that they have to make statements and mm-hmm. to put the information mm-hmm. right in front of the people's face, whether it's AOC, whether it's Bernie Sanders. They say what needs to be said and they push for it and they fight for it. Every time they're on TV, they say, hey, this is this, this is this, this is this. You know, they get a microphone in their face on CNN or on MSNBC or wherever the fuck That's they two are. People they say how many? And it's, it's, and look at what he did. Look at what Bernie Sanders did. He did get Amazon workers fifteen dollars. He did get the Disney workers fifteen dollars. Well, I don't think we're saying that there's nothing that's happening. I just don't think it's as big. I'm think, saying it could be. I think the main thing is that you need to thing, convince a politician to do that, and that that person is Mitch McConnell. And what we've what we've come to is that. Republicans can hold unpopular positions and their constituents will have no problem with it. They they don't think. They, <laughs> <laughs> that's I'm just what, saying. That's the thing. When you have they people don't think, like, they follow. Okay. The, and that's our, that's our, it's our. The best example is, is like Roy, Roy Moore, the, the yeah. failed. The um, pedophile. <laughs> yeah, failed Senate candidate. It's like this dude. Clearly had you know all these inappropriate relationships with young women. Yes, pedophile. But they were still <laughs> young, young willing girls, to vote. Young for girls. Them. Let's not call them women. Yeah, they're young, not. They're not women. Young girls. They're girls. So go ahead. Continue. Go ahead. But that still wasn't enough. The thing that's so crazy is like we haven't figured out where the line is for uh, people voting for Republicans. Like what there, is what is, is no so line. bad? That you'll say no. So when you're, when, but that's and that's what I'm. That's yeah, what when you get into that thing, where you're like, all we need to do is convince people that Mitch McConnell is so bad that he'll have to fold and allow a but vote. Th- and like, how do you ever convince? Because that's that's people. the thing. I I I feel like I say this all the time: is that left the left wing thinks the right doesn't. We have our own thoughts, and the other side doesn't. Like they just follow. It's 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 and. We think we, they think I. Like, it's just like I am selfish to think about, like, what my taxes are going to look like or what I'm going to be doing. But Mm -hmm. we're so concerned on the left to to say, like, well, what about the rest of the world? Or what about us? How do we all make this all work? And we have so many more things that have to align to to make things work that I feel like that's where our, unfortunately, where we fail is because we have so many other things that need to c- come together versus them. They just say, oh, well, I could tell you A, B, and C. You're not going to think about the things I'm going to tell you. You're just going to vote because this is going to help you, mm-hmm. quote unquote, because I'm telling you it's going to help. We, we fucking critically think. We, we research. We say, you know what? 
that Pete Buta, Buta tag, whatever the fuck his name is, like I'm not Buta sure, but you know, yeah, Buta Chubachij. <laughs> <laughs> that, that Pete Buta Chubachij is he's probably not a good dude. He's probably not a bad dude, but he's he's in the middle. You know, like we we will think about those things. We'll we'll research those things. And that's that's the complete difference. It's just there there is uh definitely um this thing that if you are a politician on the on the left, you're held to a higher standard. Yes. Because, um, yeah. There, there, there's nothing. You can grab women by the pussy. You can't. Sorry, I, I apologize. I just totally cut you off. But, yeah. I mean, you, you're kind of saying. Yeah, like, what you were going to say. You know, you, <laughs> like, you, will, you will go down hard. And th- that's not to say that it's, it's absolute. Like this- because there, there are people like, um, uh, they're, they're past members of Congress. I, I guess one of my favorite examples is Jesse Jackson Jr. Mm-hmm. When he was uh, right. AWOL because of his campaign finance right. stuff, he was still reelected. So <laughs> it's, it's just interesting to me that we can have, and I'm not, I'm going to get off of this because I know that we keep saying the same shit every time when we come to this politics portion of the podcast, but we can have like Joe Biden gets so much shit for sniffing women. <laughs> and for putting his girls, sorry, no, some no, women, usually women. women. Well, there, there was just a video that came out a few days ago where he sniffed a ten-year-old, but but know, he also sniffs fine. women as well. So I'm not just <laughs> sniffing the opposite gender and putting his shoulders like being too touchy and shit like that. And people are ready to cancel him from that, but the right will not cancel their president. They will mm-hmm. not cancel, and he does all this bullshit. So it's just like if we have morals and values. The other part. Poor, portion doesn't and yeah. and that's what gets in the way is that we actually we want to do good and they don't give two shits about good or right or good or bad yeah but they also have balls to just say either yes i'm gonna be like what did mitch mcconnell say how does that He's, take balls though it takes balls to not give a fuck and just say what it is that you supposedly believe in whether it be right or wrong he's saying Yep, any, okay, any of this bullshit true. from the House, that's true. I'm not even going to bring it to a vote. Fuck them. I'm not bringing it to a vote. That's true. Because we're Republicans. We hold it. We're going to hold it down for us. Democrats need to scary, be like, that, no, we need to hold it down for us. We're not going to put shit through unless it's for us. But Democrats would never do that because they're fucking pussies, like you said. No, no, no that's, not, that's not entirely true. Because part of the... They're not part pussies? Of the, part of the problem that we impeach. have... Part of the problem. <laughs> part of the problem we have is because of rules that were changed in Congress during the time that uh, Democrats uh, ran it. Because we got into this point where it's like, it was so hard to block legislation and stuff, and eventually we, you know, the party party's getting control, and then they change rules to their advantage. And now yes. we have this thing where it's like, nothing will even go for a vote because it's so easy to filibuster. You don't really have to do anything to filibuster. So then... Things don't get considered unless you have like sixty-six votes or whatever in the mm-hmm. Senate. Uh, so there, there, it's it's not entirely right to say that Democrats have never wielded this power because they've the powers have been as you know different parties have controlled it. They the the rules have been changed so much to make it so much harder to get mm-hmm. legislation through Congress and. Democrats, when they were in power, were part of this thing where they solidified power for the controlling party. And that's, like, one of the number one things. It's like, we can't have so much power being given to a party just because they're in control. 
it's no, I, it's I, similar I, to like um, I definitely gerrymandering agree. kind of things. I definitely agree with that, and and I think gerrymandering is a good point because yes, Republicans take full advantage of the power they're given, mm-hmm. and they gerrymander the fuck out of the shit. Mm-hmm. Democrats are like, eh, what kind of gerrymander? Like the Republicans go all in, whether it's right or wrong. It's regardless, but when they have but power, think- they take full advantage of it. When we have power, what do we do? When Barack Obama came in, Democrats had the but House, it- mm-hmm. Democrats had the Senate. What did we pass? We didn't do- yeah, I-, I understand you that. You know what we I mean? Like, do- what did-, did we pass our big left-wing tax deal? Or- so, But there's always got to like- be a first. There's always got to be a first. So this is the first time I feel like in history that we've like really seen like this type of like just blatant outright no fucks given ish stuff and that's coming from the right right wing and i feel like we were you know the whole every time before that we've been trying to play nice and, and you know be politically correct and now that's broken which has birthed what we have on the right wing and we have also like the sanders and the aocs so the only i think the one of the differences is is that they have the power that they broke that no fucks given thing mm-hmm. And they have the power, and we and we're on the the opposite side. We're the underdogs, so it's just, it's 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 it was a first, you know. And yeah. like, yes, Democrats were pussies before because everyone was a pussy before, and you don't think so, or am I, am I like historically inaccurate, or because you just gave uh, me? I don't a, know. It's a, a, it's, it's kind of a hard thing to to Republicans say what the fuck they want broadly generally. because. Mm-hmm. You know, these, I mean, yeah, as different people are in power and things, yeah, things change. Watergate, all that bullshit, but yeah, but um, I don't know. I, I just know. feel like it, like, I'm, or maybe it's like since I've been paying attention to politics, or yeah. from what I know, it just seems like this has been like the most blatant disrespect of like the the system. Yeah, yeah, and, it, I, know, I would say that it, would, we we're seeing a lot of things that are similar to um sort of pre pre depression uh, times with mm-hmm. wealth inequality with uh. Um, just misuse of like government uh, positions and mm-hmm. things like that, uh, and I, I think that one of the problems is that there's there's clearly like there are two ideas of the political spectrum, but the sides are not equal. Mm-hmm. And one of the things is like if you see the the sort of wielding of power and directness with Republicans. The same tactics won't work with Democrats. So it's like we you need to do something as strong, but Definitely. clearly you can't do the exact same thing mm-hmm. because people think differently. And then there's a bigger problem with like if somebody's abusing the system to make be not representative of the people, that's its own problem. So how do you convince someone like, hey, your party needs to get in control and then scale back your power. It's it's kind of a weird thing because the the government should be representative of the people. And when you have uh, politicians that go up mm-hmm. there and they're just like, well, I'm not going to do what is supported by 80% of people because they're all vote for me anyway because I oppose abortion or whatever, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's The bigger problem is like the government that doesn't represent the, the opinions of the people. Well, government hasn't represented people since like the 70s. Um, hey, we could go. I mean, that's a, that's a, that's a that's, bigger. That is a much bigger conversation, <laughs> more about like money and politics. But it's been since about the seventies that you know, and and you can look at statistics of public opinion has on policy and legislation, and th- there's no correlation. So it doesn't matter what we want. 
if you're on the left or on the right, it's it's you don't get what you want either way. Um, but something that we can say is that at least maybe not on the federal level, but on the local level, um, elections definitely matter. Um, so newly elected <laughs> governor uh, uh, Pritzker and state officials are getting some shit done here in Illinois. Um, not only did they secure the votes needed to get the proposed graduated income tax on the November 2020 ballot, but both state bodies also passed a bill that will legalize the recreational distribution and use of marijuana. What up? The proposed uh, graduated tax would update the state's flat tax to a more progressive tax, which lowers income um, being taxed at the lower rate and then higher income at a higher rate. Uh, about 97% of earners would either save money or see no changes on their tax bill. Um, and at the same time, raising $3.4 billion. Um, the, the, the latter bill will make Illinois the 11th state to legalize cannabis and the first state in which a legislator approved the, the, the commercial sales. Um, on top of creating new revenue for the state, the bill would also allow the governor to pardon past convictions of possession of up to 30 grams and, and give the attorney general the option to expunge convictions of possession of up to 500 grams. So it's not just legalizing, but it's also retroactively letting some people out of prison. Mm-hmm. So what do you guys think about the new Illinois? I like it. There, there's actually one other thing that was it came up too. It was um, formalizing uh, some of the um, some of the, the laws around abortion rights in Illinois. Yes, they. Uh, I, I I do remember that also. They yeah. also did pass, p- pretty much trying to put more protections around abortion. Yeah. So. Uh, I saw I saw like a a little infograph or whatever. There, there's there's been this uh, big polarization in the kind of laws that they're pushing for in different states based on who's in control. So there's tons of these anti-abortion laws, for example, whatever. While other states are going for like um, you know things like legalizing marijuana and uh, you know all the stuff, and it, it feels like. America, state by state, is going to be, like, wildly different experiences. Yeah. yeah. States' rights. States' rights. And and these there are, like, little things that we've known about for for a while, but, like, there are tiny examples. You ever been to a state where you can't buy alcohol on Sunday? Yeah, it's called Ohio. It sucks. Yeah. (laughs) But, like, imagine that sort of little thing. It's kind of like, it kind of feels like a little inconvenience instead being, like, a huge thing is like, you know what? I can't find a doctor, you know, in within 30 miles. And it's kind of what we're pushing towards because when we have so much difficulty getting things through Congress, the idea of, like, putting in an amendment to the Constitution is just say, like, well, let's ju- we're just not g- going to argue over this thing anymore. Like, let's just change the Constitution, make this thing legal all across the country. You know how difficult that's going to be now? Yeah. So... Mm-hmm. Did you hear um, when they were passing this in Illinois that one of the Republican, um, I don't know, people, they were like, so I don't agree with 
having giving like these certain zip codes um the ability to buy into or like to uh, having an easier way of getting into the business of selling marijuana so we're just going to keep poor people stoned did you hear him say that no i don't I, fucking remember the, what his name was but i was just like for real bro i heard one lawmaker brought an actual frying pan and an egg to the house yes. floor. This is your head. This is floor. your brain. Yes. Yes. This is he your brain. Literally brought an egg in a frying pan during his speech. What the fuck is wrong with these people? Fucking Republicans <laughs> are dumb as hell. Motherfucker brings a snowball to the house, the the fucking Senate floor to to battle climate change. These fuckers are idiots. Idiots. <laughs> the fuck. Yo, is wrong it just with rained, you? hailed, and then and all types of shit yesterday, and now it's sunny as fuck today. Tell me that's not climate change. It's not. It's, it's not. I, I don't know what it is. It's fucking Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking horrible. I, I feel like we've been uh, experiencing uh, wild weather, and it's it's actually in, um, like, the plains and things. Like, every now and then you'll see, like, oh, this entire area in, like, Kansas is flooded. And it's like this flood that usually happens once every 80 years or so. Like, this is the third time, you know, yeah. in the decade. You know, tornadoes, though, man. Yeah, that I mean... scary. I just feel like it's funny that that's happening, and it's happening in sort of what we call, like, Trump country, and we're not talking about it because such a big part of Republican talking points is not acknowledging mm-hmm. climate change. Exactly. But it's mm-hmm. hard because it's actually impacting their constituents damn the most. Right. Yeah. Um... It's not just a coastal thing. It's it's happening in the middle of the country. And yeah. And it's, it's going to keep happening. Yeah. It, it's, Even if we stop today, it's going to keep happening. It's it's funny. I was thinking about this because I have some plants that I have at home. And just trying to raise, like, a little, a little plant, you realize how little it takes to just wipe, wipe it out. Mm-hmm. You know? You're just like... <laughs> to men kill over that here, shit. Men over here killing plants and shit. <laughs> Just, it, hey, that's my mo. That's why. I, that's why Christy take care of the plants. <laughs> but the, I'm like, oh know. shit, I was supposed to water that. Damn. People, and you want to get a dog? <laughs> <laughs> she gonna kill it. Yeah. But you know, people live in their climate-controlled houses, and they're like, oh, you know, I can, I can deal with a slight change in temperatures. Like, no, that's gonna have huge impacts of everything that needs to live outside. Like, yeah, it's whatever, man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, R but... equals dumb. That's what it is. All right. Uh, <laughs> all right. You know, what's next? Wait, actually, oh, since we're talking about that, did you hear about the what was it the the Megan the Stallion the thing? She she was like, what'd she do? Please don't tell me she did something dumb. No, no, it was it's actually the opposite like of that. It was about um. Encouraging her fans to go out and clean up the environment. Oh, oh good. That's awesome. See, what? what? <laughs> I knew I liked her. That's awesome. See, college educated. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, she's like... Big old freak. Inspiring. <laughs> Big old freak. <laughs> Inspiring the people to clean up the environment. So she can be a bigger freak. You know what I mean? For longer. Exactly. I feel that. Yeah, she. I guess I'm she was saying it. that, like, Hot Girl Summer is about... Helping out the environment to make. Do you know how much of an impact? That's awesome. People like that could. If her and the baby started spitting some shit, like eco-friendly bars. Do you know how much better the hood would be? Like I walk home and I see 
I see trash on the floor. All the, I see people just dropping shit on the fucking, on the floor. I always say floor. On the ground. Ground. I put it on the ground. And I just be like, that was me back in the day. That was me as a kid. And I'm just like, we got, we got, we got to do better. We got to take care of our hood. I love that people are saying buy back the block and all that shit, but let's make sure to clean up the block. Hell yeah. Pick up your chips. I know you got the hot chips picked up, them shits. You are know? You, you stereotyping black people now? <laughs> uh, we like hot chips? Well, I just know that those are my favorite. Is it, which <laughs> well, half of Are you stereotyping favorite? yourself? I'm. <laughs> all right. Um, <laughs> what's next, Seth? What's next? You tell me. Uh, you got a fun one for us, right? Well, there's two. There's one and there's two. Which one do you want to do? Uh, titties? Your fun one, yeah. Let's, let's do, do titties. Uh, Iggy Azalea, um, she decided to give everyone a nice piece of photography. I'm just kidding. She didn't decide, decide that. No, um, her nudes, she took like pictures for GQ and she ended up taking a topless picture and that picture ended up being uh, leaked. Um, it was reported that her picture was supposed to be, um, like she took this picture for her plastic surgeon that did her boobs. Nice. And she was she sent an autographed coffee, copy to them. Um, but none of the other pictures, like that was the only one that she took for that, and it was for that purpose. And she did it with such a high publication, which is, you know, a high or um, res- well-respected... GQ. Uh, publication is so GQ. So GQ leaked it? Something happened. So there's an investigation happening. But cause, because that was the, the photographer was hired through that and all that. You're like that was the the setting in which those That's pictures were taken. Good. It's not good at all. So um it's interesting. So I wanted to like go ahead and just talk to you guys about my experience with trying to do this. Uh trying, trying to, to fig- get a pictures taken. Just trying to figure out what this no, my experience with trying to figure out what happened with this story. Oh, I thought I've you never had a had similar pi- no, experience no. where you nope. had some nudes leaked on the internet nope. by a photographer that was <laughs> well-respected, <laughs> Benjamin. <laughs> oh, no, that nigga ain't taking nudes of me. <laughs> no, Ben, I'm going to talk to you later. Put him on the glass. <laughs> Put him on the glass. <laughs> Put him on the fence. Never mind. <laughs> um, anyway... <laughs> um, so yeah, so um, I tried looking for the pictures because you know I'm just a, a dirt bag like that. And um, <laughs> I mean, you told me the first thing I did was hit the Googles. <laughs> I mean, we I'm like, all, I mean, that's, ev- that's everybody's reaction, right? I, I I'm not very proud of it, but it's like whatever. And then so I was looking and I saw some topless pictures and I was like, that can't be it. So I kept going because all I heard was nude pictures of Iggy, right. and I just said. Hold the phone. I want to see what these things look like. I assume ass shots. <laughs> and I was like, okay. Yeah. So I started scrolling. I was like, man, I can't find these things. Then I'm listening to the read the other day, and they said, oh, yeah, it's just her topless pictures. I was like, so I stopped the read, and I was like, this is the, I passed that the other day. <laughs> That's what she's complaining complaining about. So like, there's two parts of me. There's two sides of this that I'm I'm like I'm going in on. What's the first part? First part is, like, if you have a picture or a shot or something that you did that you don't want people to see, that is your privacy, that is, that is and, and that you're trusting somebody uh, like GQ to keep that as a private thing, then that should be hell. That, sh- that should be that. Like, um, so I, I, I don't approve with this person leaking it. I don't approve, like, which makes me feel like a hypocrite because I went to go find it. But, like, it's her personal 
property, her personal preference. Like mm-hmm. she, she, that this, nobody needed to do that. However, it's just some titties. <laughs> and I, when I heard the read go in, I was like, that's exactly what I was thinking. Like I was just like, it's just your. It's not like it's not like it's your ass. Like you ain't busting it wide open for nobody. Like. It's just, a t- and you got nice titties. Like, you just got them done. They look great. You just got them done. They don't look fake. They, they look, don't. They, they look, look natural. They, they look, look natural. They're not even big. They're, like, not, they're like round, but they have like they a, nice, look, a nice little yeah. droop to them so that they have that authentic boob. So I was just like, I'm like, I, I respect your privacy, I think, I hope. Um, but it's just some titties, boo. Like, But it's her titties. Yes, exactly. It's her titties, all right? If she don't want her titties out. Exactly. Her titties don't have to be out. I and and I and I respect it. I'm that's hope, that's I, a huge I, L for GQ. Yes, this show is. How are you gonna leak some titty pics <laughs> of Iggy Azalea? We right. don't want to see the titties. We want to see that ass. <laughs> <laughs> leak the ass shots. We are such dirtbags. Um, because you, I agree. You, 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 thank you. <laughs> but no, <laughs> I mean we've seen the ass though. Does, hasn't she worn like a g-string sometimes? Several times. But yeah. if, when you say nudes, you're thinking you're gonna get it all. But you basically get it all with a g-string. It's just like the g-string. Uh-huh. Yeah. You said basically. Like actually, she oh, you just did don't want to see nothing there. Nothing. <laughs> Becca's can't be choosers. <laughs> Got them titties though. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Iggy, I, I I understand why you are off of social media. I understand that this is something that you did not want to want to happen. I apologize for looking, um, but I'm a dirtbag in that way. Uh, How much you want to bet she drops an album in like the next three weeks? Um, it would be smart, but she I'm shut not down sh- all her social media after. Yeah, this she shut it all happened. down. I think because she was, probably didn't want to hear about it. I think she had like it, what she said is she had like an emotional. Mm-hmm. It had an emotional impact on her. But I don't know. I think it's kind of like if you if you're topless and you're getting a picture taken, like you have to you have to be open to the idea that it's gonna get leaked because suddenly you've let this picture come into existence. I'm not sure if I agree, especially if you're doing something with a publication that's as highly respected as GQ. I think that like I think GQ and like those those publications like pride themselves on that type of privacy, that type of like. If you're if we're asking t- for you to do something like or if this is the type of shoot that we're doing like that you know I mean like mm-hmm. I don't know like I'm I'm going to make sure that I trust this publication or something like that like you know what I mean like it's just, it's, it's it should be a trust issue. Well, yeah, I mean yeah. the thing is with me I'm like it's as much trust as you have with the mm-hmm. photographer. And if True. she didn't have a relationship and, with them, yeah, she, yeah, and it's like you just put your trust in you know, some random person. Well, right. It's not a random, but you know, that's why it's, it's 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 not a random person though. It's it's GQ. It's, it's, it's GQ. So, so if if GQ is working with this person, then GQ is vouching for this person yeah. as you know, putting their like if name. I, if I trust Cedric, this, this huge organization, anybody that Cedric brings into my house, I'm going to trust that he under, he's vouching for right. those. You know what I mean? Like, right. it's just like, and if I get robbed the next week after showing these motherfuckers, and I see that there's like a. Homeboy had on a pair of Vans, and I see that there's Van footprints in my fucking house. Right. I didn't. Nobody else I know wear Vans. So you know, like if I'm able to put two and two together, like that's 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 on Cedric, because you fucked up and you vouched for that person right. to I mean, bring this, into my house. This was a private photo shoot. It wasn't like it mm-hmm. was on a public beach somewhere where outsiders could come in. So nah, man. I'm sorry. I I have to I have to say that yeah. it needs to be. The- 
she, the way there I needs see to it. be a certain level of trust. Mm-hmm. And if it gets out, then that guy should never get a gig again, or girl should never yeah, get a gig that's, again. Right. That's the thing. It's 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 like a contractor right. that's brought in. So I would put as much trust in photographer sent by GQ as I would with an Uber driver. It's mm. like you're coming oh, representing this company, oh. but I you're just one of the agents. Nah, Uber hired. Uber hires just anybody. Okay, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> I get you. I get you. Also, I got one other thing about this because it's 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 important about the GQ part. Have you seen them? <laughs> <laughs> I don't trust your opinion if you ain't seen them. <laughs> Shut up. Let them get this thought off. Okay, years off. years ago, GQ did this spread with you busting it open. See, I'm sorry, there, my bad. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. But it was Iggy and Nick Young. And it was it was huge for her because you know they actually I got it over here. They did all these pictures of them together, and it helped sell her as like, um, just like an a sex a sex symbol. Huh. And I think she was, you know, going into this like, oh, this is another you know good opportunity for good promotion. Good, yeah. and they they hire great photographers, so they. She's thing. also a model, though, too. Like, she was a model before she was a rapper. She's a rapper? Oh, <laughs> oh my God! Mama! <laughs> yeah. But All right. I, you should be allowed to have your privacy. Iggy, yes. I'm, I'm sorry this happened to you. Yes. And I'm sorry it wasn't an ass shot, but, you know, it's all right. It How shouldn't have happened to her, but... She as as many people have screwed her over in her career, she should have should have known better. And mm-hmm. I low key feel like this is promotion. Because you're always a conspiracy theorist, though. I'm not always, but I I it's Iggy Azalea who hasn't been relevant for a while. And she's only relevant because of that ass. Oh, I got her. All right. Um Should we talk about this last thing? All right. Well, what what do we wanna go out on? We got that question. Oh, yeah, we got a question. We got that question, y'all. Um, Here's the question. Was that dope? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, The question is, so we were coming up with this question. Um, we were thinking about how Tyler has produced, arranged... And recorded or not? Wrote. And wrote um, his whole album, right? And he mixed all but two songs too. He helped mix all but two songs also. Helped, assisted. Yes. Not much. Um, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, so it's it's what we're trying to see is what what would make him a goat or what what goes into being a goat because I like should we cr- create a new category for people that are like triple threats, like J. Cole, who does the rap writing, the rapping, the, you know, producing, things like that. We have a, a ton of people that do that. But when you think of Jay-Z, he focuses on one thing and does that really, really well. So how much weight do you put into a goat that can do multiple things versus one that does one really well? Um, just want to start the discussion on, on, on that, right? Yeah. Like, should there be a separate goat category for... The jack of all trades. Right. Like what what should it be? Should we like what do we what should we weigh? Right. Is that part of is the it, criteria? Is it weighted? Yeah. Are you allowed to be a little bit less on the lyrical side? Right. 
But hey, you make all your beats, so exactly. it gives you a boost. So we want to hear from you guys. Let us know what your thoughts are. Mm-hmm. We'll go ahead and put it on social media as well. Yep. Um, you can send us some titty pictures too. That's fine. <laughs> some titty pictures. Yo, if we get a bunch of DMs, that'd be hilarious. <laughs> um, what if we going out on? I don't know. But you guys should know at this point where to find us and catch us and communicate with us. But if you don't know, um, pull up your browser, whatever it may be. Hopefully it's uh, Google Chrome or Firefox. Um, If it's Safari, I'm sorry for you. Um, But type in uh, Through the Crate and uh, you'll find us. There is no other Through the Crate besides us. Exactly. Uh, You can find us on everything at Through the Crate. Um, Instagram, Facebook. Friendster, Black Planet, MySpace. Motherfucker never loved us. All that stuff. All of it. All of it. And that's where you guys can find us. You know why I played this song, right? No, it's fine. Because we are on our worst behavior about that. You can tell you shit. (laughs) She has nice boobs. She has nice boobs. It's fine. And on that note, we out this motherfucker. Deuces. Niggas never loved us. Do a love like we stress. Look at you. Look at you and look at you. I'm glad that they chose us. Command and submission, try to fight to the finish just to see if my finish on my worst behavior. No, they used to never want to hear us. Remember, motherfucker never loved us. Remember, motherfucker. Remember, motherfucker never loved us. I'm on my worst behavior. Don't you ever get it fucked up. Motherfuckers never loved us.